here we go. Right? Okay, let's see what's up. See if the sound is working. Okay, let's see what goes. Up. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA. Okay, so now I got my little underline. Okay, let's start with a music video of Gen Z looking cool. Use a sizzle reel. Okay, we'll drive brand fluency and activation, whatever that means. Rely on lingo. Lots of lingo and ad pitches. Who needs a plan when we have purpose? Leave out strategy. Results should come in in the long term when I'm long gone. Ignore sales. Our ad will be more authentic if we film it in Bali and also Aruba. Overlook costs. Yeah, I used to like to go on those on those location shots. Good snacks, good location. ROI, sorry. Oh, I'm late for another meeting. Dodge questions. Okay. Uh, whenever, whenever budgets are under scrutiny, marketing is one of the first items on the chopping block. And guess who owns the chopping block? <laughs> it's the CFO. Those conversations are more difficult when marketing and finance speak a different language, which they basically always do. I think most of my career I've been in the business of translating between marketing and accounting or whatever it's called, you know, finance or something. Um, Deluxe Check, a financial services company, <laughs> hired me for a couple days long ago. Uh, I, had, I had supplied the marketing department with a break-even analysis, a little spreadsheet that basically let them fill in numbers to see if they had a chance of breaking even on a particular campaign. And uh, it was so well liked by senior management that they, they, uh, they mandated it. They said that you can't do a campaign without filling in the, the numbers and, and estimating the break even and we'll see how you do. Well, uh, time went on and um, when they tried to reconcile, you know, it gave insight to marketing into what was going on. And so, you know, year end, they tried to reconcile the marketing numbers with the accounting numbers. It sounds like a good idea. Might might work. There's there's always some issues there. Um, but it turned out they were off by 10%. And uh, the marketing sales numbers were off by 10%. Actually, 10% low, right? But their margin was higher. So anyway, we spent two days talking about what they were doing. And, and uh, finally, at the end, I, I asked them, marketing, do your sales numbers include sales tax that you guys charge? Because they had printing plants all around the country so they could deliver the checks very quickly. And they said no. Uh, and it turned out that they were compensated by the gross margin, which I mean, they were given bonuses. If they had high gross margin, if they kept the gross margin high, in other words, not giving away the store, they got a better bonus than if they had cut prices to, to increase sales. So it forced them to be a little more creative. But sales tax typically is passed along. So whatever I charge the customer, I don't mark it up, right? So there's no margin in sales costs. So effectively, 
you know if you've got a if you've got a $95 uh, sale and you've got a 50% cost or $50 cost of goods you know you're at like 45% margin not not quite but something around there and uh, but if you but if you add the sales tax in no you've got a you've got a 50% cost of goods so yeah you've got less than 50% margin but if you put the sales tax in you've got even less and anyways that's the point uh, and essentially your costs go up. and I looked at the accounting people and I said revenues revenue right and they said yeah and I said to the marketing people I bet you don't have the shipping cost in there either do you I mean because you know they were taking the the item price times the item quantity to get the sales and that maximized the margin and their bonus always watch the compensation plan also it's a good place to look but anyway the point is is that speaking the same language is not easy right because I mean you think item price times item quantity would get you a good solid sales number and it does it's probably the most solid sales number in a certain sense but if you're thinking revenue total revenue on an order you know then of course the accounting people just put it all together and they subtract the cost cost of shipping cost of sales tax those two costs get added in and it erodes the margin for the marketing people yes it does so anyway marketers need to pitch to their own CFO and uh, when I was at an actual ad agency we pitched five pitches and in a couple of cases there were CEOs and CFOs in the meeting and they trotted out the direct mail guy and he and told him that this guy can can keep advertising accountable can show what's making money and what isn't and oh the president or the CEO or the CFO they all like that they all like the idea of accountability for advertising of course when we got the client I was never invited to the meetings because the ad agency and the ad manager for the brand didn't like either of them um, and so Tom talks about how how I think at P&G he got he had full P&L bottom line profitability uh, responsibility as the brand manager which kept the whole thing honest and I really like that idea because it and you do learn to, to speak the language so at P&G the brand managers were more like little CEOs uh, of the brand okay that brings us over to just a little touch on the Super Bowl about three-quarters of people who plan to watch the Super Bowl are excited for the ads there you go okay from Alyssa Meyer and um, there was a couple of fun things in here uh, marketing brew conducted a survey of uh, a thousand people oh I did get some feedback from lob on their survey remember I was questioning last week's show has got a lot of views uh, the Thursday show on testing got over a thousand views so thank you for that um, and uh, Wednesday show I talked about the lob survey I believe and all these shows are available on LinkedIn but it's hard to go back very far on LinkedIn on my posts uh, so it's almost better to go on YouTube and then you can just see them all lined up together um, but anyway the I had questioned the survey because m almost all of them were using mail and it turns out that almost all of them have 
I think it was, it was almost all of them are very large companies, which shows you that the very large companies who keep an eye on things uh, do use a lot of mail. And you may not realize that. Um, I was a little bit shocked and uh, very nice of very nice of Lob to give me some additional information. We'll tag them in today's show. Anyway, this survey was just a thousand U.S. adults, um, and Harris poll conducted it. And um, what the viewers said was they were almost as excited for the ads as they are for the game itself. And I would say that's probably pretty common. Okay, um, football is for girls. The uptick in viewership has mainly been driven by women. Um, 75% of women said they likely watch will watch the Super Bowl this year, um, up from 62% last year. Okay, while 83% of the men said they'd likely watch the game this year. Uh, the increase in self-reported viewership among demographics has been less dramatic year over year, up from 72% who who said they would watch in 2011. But anyway, so there's a little bit of fun here. And uh, I had a couple of requests for articles last week. And the answer for that is go to the uh, WDMA.org website and subscribe. You know, we don't we only send out our, <laughs> we only send out emails when we're actually doing a get together either in your area or well, we can't even tag in your area. Put in your put in your. <laughs> Name and address if you can. Um, but we we do, uh, when we send those out, that's that's the only emails we really do. Okay, furniture chain amplifies direct mail success with addressable geofencing. Now, I gave, I gave direct mail 2.0 a little bit of a hard time because I watched a lot of their training, you know, went to a lot of their webinars and uh, didn't see a really accurately put together test as a case study. So Morgan sent me this and this is a this was a set of slides from a presentation they must have done. Uh, and there were two case studies in here and uh, very, very well laid out. Uh, furniture chain amplifies direct mail success with addressable geofencing. Uh, it's probably not something you're using very much. It's mainly a retail tool. I first learned about it when I was working with uh, the, the USPS of Norway. And they control the uh, the addresses, uh, whether whether using digital or uh, mail. And uh, they were working with retailers so that you could tell when someone who you'd contacted went in the store. Uh, it's a little creepy, I admit. Uh, I'm not sure how this is being done. I know that Waze advertises. You know, when you stop at a stoplight in Chicago, you'll get a, an ad for the local. Uh, fast food place, um, that those kinds of things. Okay, so this brand was. I'm assuming that they were already using direct mail because the 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 test in question was what's the impact of tying direct mail with digital banner ads uh, and using geofencing to track it. So they had 107,000 loyalty members and they did they they were testing direct mail paired with digital so they did an ab test with holdout group who received the mail but not the addressable go ad so they didn't hold out the mail but they did address they did uh test the addressable go ads okay and um 
what they found was that the people who got the digital edition were 37% more likely to visit one of the stores than those who only received the mailers, okay? And the digital component led to a cost per visit, which is laid out down below here, cost per visit, CPV, to a store location of $2.47 for the digital portion of the campaign. Again, you know, it'd be nice to know digital ad, digital especially digital tied to banner ads, you know, are about a 20th of the cost of a direct mail piece. So if the direct mail piece is a dollar, the, these digital banner ads are, you know, tied to the physical address are about a nickel uh, piece. Now, you, you may have to do more than one, but anyway, I don't understand why the cost of the mailing wasn't included in that. Um, you know, if it's $20 for if it's 20 times more, it would be $40 for the mail, which would be ridiculous, but cost per visit. Um, anyway, so that was one case. But it at least f zoomed in on the benefit, the incremental benefit, or they talked about incremental benefit. I still have a few questions, of course. But, but they did have a holdout test. They did uh, have lots of measurement. So, I mean, you know. Good on. There we go. We're working in the right direction. I would I would love to see a direct mail test where some got mailed and some didn't. You know, if I were setting this up, and again, this is what I was talking about. Uh, if I come in, I'll offer suggestions on how to set up testing to maximize the information. So 107 uh, piece mailing is enough to do four panels. So you could do some get the mail and the digital, some get just the mail. Some get just the digital, right? And then some get all get both. So you got you've got well you've got three panels probably. Sounds like a great test. Uh, you may want to you may not want to make them equal. That's another factor. You know, someone might the CFO might have said, well, you know, they might have said, let's try testing the mail. Let's leave out the mail and just do digital. Only that. And the CFO might have said, well, you know, we get a lot of margin. We get a lot of traffic from the, the mailers. And we tried it before where we didn't do mail and nobody showed up. So let's not do that. And you, and the compromise is, well, let's just do 5,000 of them where we hold out the mail and just do the digital. And uh, presumably you can track it either way. I hope you can. Um, because you've got that, you know who the addresses are that you didn't mail just as you know the addresses that you did out of that 107,000. Okay, so here's an ice cream chain with only 17,000 total addresses, about 3,500 per market, and a similar test, okay? They built conversion zones around each of the 22 ice cream stores. I'm guessing that's like a trading area, right? So um, so you know basically the, the people around the store. And then, uh, and again, they tested, basically they tested um, the mailer verse with the addressable geo, which would be, uh, my guess would be the digital. When you come in the vicinity, like, like Waze does, they got an ad. And uh, those who received the mailer plus the addressable geo were 70% more likely to drop in, which is, you know, quite a bit. Again, their goal was... $10 cost per visit, and it got down to 171 which is 
less than a fifth, almost six times lower than the goal. Sounds like a big win. Um, again, there's some questions to ask. If I'm a CFO, I'm going to ask quite a few. Um, and, and, and yet, again, we have to assume that they already were, were cool with the mail. Okay. Now, if you weren't cool with the mail, you'd flip that around. Okay. You'd say, well, we're already doing geofencing, which a lot of retailers do. Let's try some mail with the geofencing. Let's try some, mail some, don't mail some. That's how you do it. That's the start anyway. So thank you, Morgan, for that. Um, and uh, if you work with Direct Mail 2.0, they said you can have free consulting. <laughs> I'm sure they're, you know, I'm sure it depends on how you do that. Uh, it's probably if you're the printer, they'll they'll work with you and work with your clients. Uh, but I'll add that in. But if you're not, or if you want someone to work directly with your clients and you don't want to necessarily take that on as the printer, um, then we have that special offer. Phone number down below, see, 262-442-9994 is my cell. And give me a call. Talk about it. Join the WDMA and I'll be happy to talk with you. Basically talk with all the members whenever they want. Um Let's let's get these tests put together in a way that the CFO can not only understand but can get behind. CFOs are happy to to fund stuff that brings return on investment. It's just that they don't they suspect that there isn't a direct connection between the way marketing is done and the sales that are being generated. So Take that to heart and give me a call. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.